How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. You know, I never get tired of the opening package, just hearing those guys say my name, everybody. <laughs> um, and now to that, now that I'm back from Just for Laughs and I have about 19,000 hours of audio, we could add Jim Carrey saying you're listening to Sandra on Inside Joke. That's perfect. On Inside Joke? <laughs> That's you know what you take what you get. He only I comes don't care. home every twenty years now. I, so. I didn't care. I don't. I don't even care. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Dean, I missed you. I. You know what? Can we just do a deal? Do not leave me unattended. Um. At JFL ever again. That was the one year I won't be there, and okay. uh, it was horrible. I couldn't go on Facebook for like a week. And yeah. Watch good. all people's garbage about how great, how fun it was. Yeah. yeah. I was cleaning up cat te- puke. And all these idiot friends of mine are like, uh, look who I just met. I, you know, oh, look, never um, again. Yeah. Never again. And, but Vinny Tedesco came out of retirement. Vince is here in studio today. Yeah. Hi, Vince. Thanks for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. And thanks to Jeffy <laughs> and Lenny Corrado for helping me. I actually needed a team of 20. You had Jeffy there with you? Oh, yeah, of course. Giving Jeff. out hugs for Oh, everyone? yeah. Yeah, Jeff yeah. was there. Who's your crew? Keep the crew. Check. Everybody, yeah. And, um, and uh, so I'm just going to tell you a quick highlights um, of what happened. Uh, I, first, I want to introduce the panel because then you guys could pipe in on all this madness. Um, uh, one of my dance parties partners at JFL <laughs> and Sandra Badalini's partner because all we did is Marita Lopez, who's here. What's up? What's up? Oh yeah, you're the best. We have the the panel here is a Sirius XM top comic finalist, and Marita Lopez is one of them. Anna Maria, Anna Maria. Yeah, let's do <laughs> so it. You can do it. Oh yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Oh, dear God, I'm I want to cry. And gra- well, watch me get this one wrong. Graham Chittenden. Yeah, you got it wrong. I don't know how. I don't know how. Just hit the first syllable and mumble the rest of the way through. You know, I'm just, an idiot. It's You're just like Graham Chittenden. Chittenden. Yeah. Like I got Chittenden. Jeff Ross wrong, okay? When yeah. I heard how him. did you do? Wait, what did you call him? I'm an idiot. Oh, he Brian Posehn. <laughs> listen, he. Uh, I was wearing a white dress. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And he goes, listen. Uh, and I I'm was sure mumbling, everybody saw that. I was yeah. mumbling through uh, my interview. He goes, listen. Uh, I don't know what what you're doing with that bridesmaid dress on, but uh, so it doesn't. I don't. I, he starts roasting me. Of <laughs> course. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. It was fantastic. I felt honored. Uh, uh, quick highlight of GFL, you guys. So Deanne Smith, you guys. She was uh, on the show not too long ago, and you guys may have seen the clip of her stand up. Uh, talking about um, uh, hooking up with a woman who's only dated guys and how easy guys have made it for her uh, to be with a woman because she gives her flowers and she's so happy. Yeah, and yeah. So this clip has been bit. circulating and uh, it was like at 19 million at the time. So I wanted to help. So I, I shared it <laughs> and, uh, you know, with my four followers. Yeah. Anyway, so I see her at Jim. <laughs> I walk in the elevator and she's with this woman who looks like Katie Lang. And I'm like, oh, Deanne, just just so you know, by the way, I just I just share, shared that. I, I'm sure it's going to get you to 20 million. She's yeah. at 30, by the way, by it now. And she goes, oh, thanks so much, Sandra. And uh, I go, oh, is this her? Is this your chick? And she goes, y- you're kidding me, right? You're kidding me? Look at her. Do you think she's dated a man before? Look at her. And the woman looks like Katie Lang. I said, well, I don't know how this works, this lesbian thing. I don't know how it works. This, and le- this is what an elevator full of people. So Deanne had her hand to her mouth as if she was watching a train wreck. And she was just, I ended up seeing her at the Funnier Die. Uh, and I said, just so you know, I- I'm on Suicide Watch now. Yeah. And she said, don't worry, this is my wife. And her wife is this beautiful, like, long hair. And then Katie Lang lookalike was there going, yeah, I am so never 
dated men, just so you know. So yeah. anyway, so I did Stuff a lot of- Stuff happens at JFL. <laughs> embarrassing moments. Uh, well, I had one after the other. Um, uh, I went on Global. I did my updates on Global TV in the yeah. morning, and I had a duotang and the host a there. A duotang? They, <laughs> they well, have those still? Final, listen, I don't want any more duotang shaming. Hashtag. Was it, it was, a, was it a three-page report on Manitoba? It, yeah, was. <laughs> it was. It was my book report. I had all yeah. bios on the comics. I actually didn't, but anyway. Uh, and anyway, some other highlights were um, um, the Jim Carrey panel for his show, I'm Dying Up Here. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast was on there. Did any of you guys, any of the comics, go to that? You guys were pretty busy doing your thing, right? Yeah, no, I didn't get a uh, chance to see it, but I heard it was amazing, though. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it should have been televised. Yeah. It should have been televised. And that's Marito. You're hearing my uh, mine and Sandy Batts' dance partner. You dance never know who in the house. <laughs> what dance partner in the you house? The best. That's what Marito. Time? Does yeah. you never know who's going to show up there though? I remember. I think it was last year, the year before. I ended up. Uh, I had a cigarette with a very drunk uh, Dennis Quaid. Ooh. Yes, the handsome Quaid, not yes. the one that we got stuck with in Canada now, but Dennis Quaid was <laughs> Dennis, there for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Well, what's funny at JFL is that you could be alongside in the elevator or at a party with like some of the biggest stars, and everybody's the same. Like you're just all there, and you're just all consuming. Y- yeah, there is that meat. sort of uh, <laughs> sense of community, if you will, with all the comics every yeah. year at JFL. Even though there's obviously a, a hierarchy that everybody knows, but it's sort of like, hey, we're all in the same industry, and everybody just sort of lets loose and yeah. Has fun and uh, well, I can't yeah. wait to talk to this panel today. The yes, Serious XM top, top comic. comic finalist, Marita Lopez. Um, he's hailing from El Salvador. He came here in 2013 on the stand up scene. So much to talk about with him, Anna Maria Stoich. That's better every time. <laughs> yeah. No, cut from the country formerly known as Yugoslavia. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about that. And of course, Graham Chittenden, um, you're, you're just, um, what, I said I'm it from, right. Yeah, 75 kilometers from, it's Chittenden. Just hit Chittenden. the, okay, just take out all the vowels in the middle. Just, just Chittenden. Chittenden. Like it's two things. Chittenden. Yeah. Like, he, like a weird, like a weird dish from the former Yugoslavia. Just like you're so two funny. Piece Chittenden. You're and, an alumni from uh, the JFL Festival. You've been on uh, Access, uh, All Access, a few of them, right? Yeah. I've done a whole whack of stuff. Match game, debaters. And you've been on tours and stages with uh, John Panette, Harry Mandel, Louis Anderson, and more. So we're going to talk to this gang, uh, Dean, Vince, Tom, me. What, Dean? What? And also, I'm going to say, so there are other, we have the full list. There are other finalists yeah. in Top Comic this year. But this for the sake of today's episode, these are the only three finalists in yeah. Top Comic in 2017. You're you so politically correct. Yeah. Vote for one of them. Yeah, please. Thank you. See, this is why I need you at GFL to keep mm-hmm. to be my Ross to my Fraser because I was a train wreck. Okay, more after the break on ta. What is this? Inside jokes? Yeah. Sorry, last <laughs> week I it was inside uh, tokes and um, on the weekend inside pokes. But now we're gonna go with inside jokes on yeah. Talk Radio AM six forty. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. (laughs) Inside jokes. So in all fairness, I just want to list all the SiriusXM top comic finalists. So earlier, a couple of weeks ago, we had Michelle Shaughnessy. Yeah. We, uh, of course, we know Mike Rita. He's been on the show. We're due to have him back uh, before he pumps out another kid. Don't have Mike Rita back. I know. Uh. He's getting too much attention, that Mike Rita. Way too much attention. Too many shows. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel Grinstead. Um... And then in studio right now, Marita Lopez, Anna Maria Stoich. There we go. And Graham Chittenden. 
Oh my god, yeah. all three. You know what? Look at that. We're only halfway it through hurts. the show. You gotta roll so, the R in, in in Marito though. Marito. 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 Yeah. Marito Lopez. Lopez. Uh, Despacito. So you're from El Salvador. We have kind of an international thing going on. Yeah. Ana Maria from the former Yugoslavia. I love how you rolled my R. Ana <laughs> <laughs> <And the> Maria. <laughs> you guys are all so talented. I love watching you guys. Um, some of you are newer to the stage than others. Graham being like just this like grade 12 guy kind of sea yeah. turtle type thing who could yeah. be at least 120 <laughs> years old. <laughs> uh, and uh, are you guys intimidated, Marito and Anna Maria? Are you guys intimidated at all from the other people, all the fi other finalists who might have a couple more years? No, I'm scared of nobody. Yes! Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Especially Nigel Grista. So I will break Nigel Grista. <laughs> Yeah, he's a you kick him. Tiny little bird. He looks yeah. like, yeah. Get some other <laughs> meat on you, Nigel. Yeah, get some meat on you if you want to mess swear. with me. We're we can't sleeping. swear? No. Yo, Nigel, no. get some meat on you. You see yeah. you see what you made me do? I swore I, I on love, national radio. I love Nigel, but don't you think if you just really pulled really hard, you could maybe pull an arm off his body? Oh, I would destroy yeah. Nigel. Yeah. You know what? I remember when, when Nigel first came to Toronto. I remember when he, he came into that show that we were doing at Kitsch, me and Natasha at the time. And I remember yeah. Nigel, Nigel came there and I was like, this kid's really funny. And I regret saying that because I was right and boy did he it took him about two weeks to blow me out of the water yeah and that's already a few years ago you but can't Marito's say that on the radio oh blow out of the water yeah. Marito's uh Marito also was like uh all established on the Edmonton scene too before Calgary. he came to Toronto and Calgary, Calgary yeah. yeah so he was already he was already rolling I Anna Maria one, you started here though right yeah I yeah did. I for one I'm definitely terrified I'm are you generally are you? a, a scared person yeah so what so how do you how are you going to get over that because you have to perform and you know just being with so many comics last week for example um who were doing their first all access or they wouldn't even take a drink even though the show was three nights later like there was a like it was yeah. like sports athletes so and then having to get over the jitters and then having to perform and then you're you know what how are you feeling how are you going to get over that oh I, I just get over it I'm just drugs. like oh okay no, no yeah. <laughs> so many drugs <laughs> Anna Maria can I say just enjoy the fear because in a few years you won't feel anything <laughs> Graham, oh. you don't feel any kind of wow. There's 25 grand. By the way, the purse is 25 grand for the winner. You don't feel a little like not at all. Game on. Not at all. And it's not that I don't need the money. It'd be sweet, but I just can't pin my hopes to that yes. money. Yeah. You just yeah. can't pin the hopes right. to three people in the audience at night who are going to decide. Mm -hmm. And they went through, and one of them's Portuguese, and then Mike Reed was the whole thing. Or you know, oh, yeah, you're you done. can't pin your you're hopes done. to three people. Mm -hmm. You just can't live your life like that. Totally. Mm -hmm. You pin your hopes to one person, Graham Chittenden. Oh. And so far, I haven't yet. <laughs> and you want a vote. Are you, are you guys going to campaign for your votes? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First of all, let's. Uh, what's the website? Does anybody... Because usually when we have comics on here, you never know the website. It's topcomic.seriousxm.ca to vote. And you could vote now. Check out all the videos of the comics and then vote from there. Dean, what were you going to well, say? Well, and this is the part traditionally where all the comics who make it through to this to the finals kind of hate this part, right? Because you really have to harass people constantly, daily, on all your social media. You have to go and get those votes, right? Well, Mace Galoni is killing it, of course, because he transposes his face on, like, Ellen DeGeneres' body on her first stand-up. I don't know if you guys seen this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. A, big, it wasn't so, a big stretch, really. No, no. <laughs> it actually looked... And Marino, I guess you're going, like, the World's Wrestling Federation route of just threatening people's lives. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, just old... That's <laughs> going your, in. That's your whole strategy yeah. is just you're going to take out Nigel. Take him out one by one. Take him out hard. 
Nigel's already done. You guys don't even know. Take him out. I haven't yeah. seen him actually. I saw him at GFL, and then that was it. I never saw him again. Yeah, he's yeah. Out. And Anna Marie, what's your strategy? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, being the uh, girl next door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just like trying get to get down, get quiet. down with get dudes. Down. Get like down I was dirty. sitting on the break. Um, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Graham, what did you say on the break when I said we got to kick it back to the old days of putting out to get things? What would you do to be a, a slot on uh, Jimmy Fallon? Well, traffic's too hard right now. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would get a little down and dirty. Uh, physically, for an opportunity, <laughs> only because I tried the real way, and it's not as fast as I think. <laughs> I feel like I put in the time and wasn't noticed for it. So if I get noticed for a little hanky panky, who cares? <laughs> fast track, yeah. fast track. I've also been live streaming my kitties in my basement. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk more with uh, some of the finalists of Top Comic Series XM on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Inside Jokes. This is, uh, we're just coming back off the hangover, off the hangover of Just for Laughs uh, 2017. What a festival this year. There was like Seinfeld, Jim Carrey, Kevin Hart, all in the same city at the same time. And then um, it was, I was running around, a lot of interviews were done. Uh, Vince Tedesco came out of retirement. I, I have so much audio. We look forward in the upcoming weeks to play a lot of the clips of the interviews. Uh, everyone from Jeff Ross to our friend K. Trevor Wilson, who, by the way, Dean, I don't know if you've seen him. He's half the size now. K. Travis? Size, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a, yeah. well, not that long ago. Yeah, guys, you see the rest of you. Marino, yeah, he looks guys, great. Yeah, he, he looks, looks fantastic. Awesome, He's doing so well. Well, he, he's having an okay year. Yeah. So, yeah. His 2016. Well, I said to Sandra Badalini, welcome to your K. Trevor year. Because yeah. she's hitting everything right now. She had her first all-access uh, taping. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, I was year. really thrilled She did well. That. Andrew Johnston did well. I think that was his first one, too, Andrew. Martha Chavez was there. She yeah. was great. I felt so sorry for her because she was sick. That sucks when you have this opportunity and then you're like out of cold. Yeah. More importantly, you're missing parties. That's all like. <laughs> that's yeah. That's for what the happened 15th. to me last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Disaster. Um, <laughs> and it was fun. I you know Jerry D and Frank Spadone. Uh, their their show. Um, their short prom night was one of the finalists for the Kevin Hart Eat My Shorts. Yeah. So did they get to screen that? How does that work? They did. It was yeah. very cool. I was on the red carpet for that. Um, and they uh, they screened all five. The other one was called Good Hair. I loved it was a real couple couple. And the short was about them and the hair and which was more to it. It was a great short. Uh, there was five in total and um, special skills high T one. Um, and so uh, that's going to be featured. Kevin Hart's site is launching in a month. The LOL Network. Um, and uh, the green room with Paul Provenza was phenomenal. Oh, that, yeah. Wasn't that phenomenal? Yeah. Me and Vince went to that. We This show, just so anybody knows, it is based on the green room with Paul Provenza because I love... Are you all familiar with what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Re, right? Yeah. I think every comic... I just love everything Paul does, really. He's general. a master. So on it was Andy Kindler, Michael Che, who... Vince, were we not... Cr- we were in tears. Well, Michael Che. He's so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, I saw him at the Comedy Awards, just dropped by. Oh, uh, wow. While he was warming up. Oh, and awesome. he like he reminded me of like... Like a, like a like a Chappelle when he was yes, younger. Yes, yes, yeah. it was amazing. Good call. So yeah. he, so Michael Chase. So you know he's on SNL, right? Yeah. Currently, yeah. what else is he doing, guys? Like I don't even have his info, Netflix but special. what? Netflix. The Netflix special, yeah, it was of course. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Michael Chase matters. Michael Chase matters. Yeah. He is such a talent. That guy. Like it was stacked. Ali Wong was there this year. Um, 
Okay, did you see her? Four foot ten. Okay, did, yeah. did four you, foot ten. But yeah, did you she go makes watch you look her? Like a giant yeah. <laughs> you know what though? I'm also I'm also the same height as Kevin Hart. The exact same height. Really? Yeah, I ran into him. I ran into him. How uh, did that conversation? Did you get? I I just like I said, hey man, uh, yeah. like it's an honor to meet you, and he was like, cool man, and he just went into like his VIP section, and then I just <laughs> oh, stared yeah. at him for like an hour, and I looked at him, and I was like, I'm gonna be a millionaire <laughs> one day, <laughs> or at least Marito a twenty five thousand air with that hair after this episode, after 100%. the top comic, or at least you might get some of Kevin Hart's old clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's why. No, yeah. no, much leather he wears, yeah. I kill for that. Yeah. Graham, that's for that stuff. <laughs> sorry, I keep swearing. No, I'm that's so okay. Um, uh, it's like so having Martha Chavez in here. My, I know Martha's the best. So my old, uh, our old uh, chorus radio pal Todd Shapiro, who of course is on SiriusXM, and yeah. it was good seeing him and Ben Miner and Ali. I, I popped in on Ali's show because um, Ward wasn't there. His wife had a baby, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sitting in uh, there and she's waiting for real guests and I'm just warming the seat. And then Sandra Batts comes flying in and then Deborah DiGiovanni and we all sat together and had a little girl chat. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Wasn't that amazing. cool? Yeah. That's so Oh, nice. we had so much fun. We talked a lot of great stuff. Allie's great. And, uh, and so um, with Todd, he's sitting there and Craig Ferguson decides he's going to go in. Do you guys know about this? Goes in. Have you seen this? And takes over the show. (laughs) This this is a thing. Takes over his show and just grabs the mic. What? Late night. Late night. Craig Ferguson takes over Todd's show. I was like crying for Todd. I was so happy for him. That's just what happens. Yeah, that's what What happens in Montreal, man. Yeah. And then uh, that's the dream for any Canadian to have an American take your job. (laughs) (laughs) That's new in comedy, isn't it? That's new in comedy. Yeah. Do you guys, um, we were talking when Clayton was on earlier, um, how Russell's path took him to the UK for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it didn't, it's hard here in Canada. Uh, what are you, and you guys, like in, in Anna Maria's case and Marito's case, you come from different countries and you came here. So, Graham, where are you from originally? Brantford, Ontario. Look Ooh. at you. Yeah. Do, you. Do you want to be a rap star too? or A rap star? Well, it's a small town thing. Don't you want to? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I would just, no, we're more of a, we're more of a science and hockey background town. Yeah. Alexander Graham Bell? Yes. Wayne Gretzky, Graham Chittenden. <laughs> what what international stuff have you done, Graham? Where where else have you performed? Uh, Bermuda. Wow. Um, Look at you. A little uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing nothing in the UK. I was I didn't realize that. Uh, That's a when hot they said, market. When they said Russell Peters went to the UK to hone his craft, I didn't realize he had honed his craft. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, that was just a nice little wordplay, but let's yeah. no. Uh, I, I've thought about go, going south because even like I'll take a dig at you. You're a big advocate for Canadian comedy, but your intro to your show is three yes. shout outs from American comics. Yes. Yeah. And Maggie Casella mm. says, and your intro has no females. And then somebody else will say, and there's no Chinese, and somebody else will say that there's no nothing. But and I don't think any of those three people in the intro in wheelchairs either. <laughs> I think I was listening. Do you know what, Graham? I'm not going to, you're so right. And that I've been wanting, you can ask my guys how long I've been wanting to redo that. Uh, it well, takes, you've got ones from this past week. I have, too. From, that's two years old, and you're right. There's no excuse. Yeah. But there's no excuse. It exists. I mean, it's a big mountain to get over. So, I yeah. mean, you're, yeah. not the, you're not the person he, he, keeping us down. That's no, an interesting. No, but I want to say one thing. Sorry. It, it's also a comment that comedians say about JFL have all these American comics. And what I say to that, and what I say to this, my opening package is. If I can attract more people to the show and add credibility to the show with that kind of opening, it gives you guys more attention. And so if people, 
I'll be honest, this sounds horrible, but if it, they thought it was just local comics, maybe it wouldn't have the pizzazz. And that's I a agree. horrible thing mm. to say. I No, I agree. It's, and it's true. And I think what we have to do is like, you ever buy goldfish from and try and put them into a tank? You have to float the bag on top of the yeah. tank to make the temperatures the mm-hmm. same. We need to integrate Canadians into America. Thank you, Graham. Like Thank it's you for calling It's kind of like if out. we had like T.J. Miller, then yes. Scott Thompson, then yeah. Kevin Hart, then Jim I got, Carrey, I got the drift. Canadian-ish. I got yeah. the drift. Thank you for... Yeah. At least you told me to my face. At yeah. least you told me to my face. Now get out. Uh, <laughs> 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 more with Sirius XM's Top Thomas finalist on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Talk Radio AM640 Inside Jokes, Graham Chittenden calling me out on the intro of the show, because I'm supposed to be a big advocate, and I have three American comics oh, on the opening yeah. package. Meanwhile, everybody who comes in here does liners, and like you said, mm-hmm. Scott Thompson. Scott, to Jerry D. Carla Collins, yeah. Jerry D. Everybody has done liners, and we just haven't changed it. And uh, I'm trying to defend myself, but Graham, you made a great point, and there's really... Um, I'm not going to change it. No, Mixed I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but I understand. Like, I, it's I was very uh, pragmatically calling you out, or even like I just I don't no, want to be right. petulant about it. I just want to like it's true. And the fact is, I'd be guilty of if I was trying to get people to come see a show and I could snag, uh, you know, a Jim Brewer, a Bob Saget, yes. any American. Yeah, it would sell more. And if I'm in it yeah. to make money. That's what I would do. Right. So it's a long process that's not... Yeah, Those are sort of so dated. People in. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm. it's also from a radio perspective. Yeah. It's a tired opening. Um, but the other, the other thing, which I'm going to call myself out on, here I am uh, working with other comics, particularly Sandra Badalini, who started this on a comedy association to help comics, first of all, work in the U.S. without all the paperwork you guys have to work with. Yeah. And two, to cr- help like people like Ben Miner and Mark Forward, who are trying to create a star system here in Canada... Um, and uh, they're doing so much work, those guys. And I'm trying to do my part to elevate it here. And, uh, you know, you're right. I got to, you know, toe the line for all that I think that I'm helping. Like, things like that does not, well, really. And I asked Tom Segura about that because American comics are fully aware of it, too. He was saying, like, mm-hmm. the whole process that Canadian comics have to go through, all this mountain of paperwork and the actual financial cost of just being able to go and do that. Mm-hmm. For American comics, it's as simple as, oh, you're based in New York? Do you want to come up and do absolute comedy for the weekend? We have an open weekend. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'll hop in my car and go there, collect my money and do my time. And yeah. then that's it. Yeah. Um, so there's awareness on that side of the border as well. And actually, that's to me, that's one of the most interesting things about Top Comic because it's sort of grabbing a pool of comics from across the country. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, the preliminary round is here in Toronto and out in Vancouver, even on the panel here. So you always get a mix of comics that are at completely different stages of their career. Yes. Right? Completely different levels, how long they've been at it, what they've sort mm-hmm. of done, what credits they have so far. And one thing I'm curious of you guys, because I mean, I, I know all of you, but I'm, is the goal for any of you to, and Graham, you've, I'm sure you've batted this around before, but to eventually go stateside? Or do you want to try and just carve out something for yourself here in Canada? Because I think that's the ultimate question that Canadian comics always have to ask themselves at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, uh, like, when I was like a few months into doing stand-up yeah. and I remember just like making friends really quickly. Um, and all of my friends were always like, Oh, I'm leaving for the state soon. <laughs> and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. just met you. <laughs> no. And I was so sad. Uh, but, uh, 
and, <laughs> and the longer that I've been doing this, the more I'm like, uh, have thought about that. And I think it is a struggle that everybody has to think about mm-hmm. of whether or not to go to the States. You know what Darren Rose said when I interviewed him? He goes, I go, you know, what what, what do you think comics should do or improve themselves? He goes, first of all, what they shouldn't do is just try to, it's not a credit to say I went to LA for two weeks. Like, don't yeah. use those things as a credit, first of all. Uh, I, I think that's a totally different issue. He's just kind of joking and riffing on that. But I, I want to ask actually all of you guys this. What do we have to do in Canada to create a better star system to accommodate you guys to make it to make stars better it's aside from shows like this where we try because i think the difference in the states is they have late night television and there's like 10 late night shows and they have comics coming in and out and they're they're put out to audiences who would have never heard of them before right and we don't have that here and so this is on terrestrial radio which you know the folks from jfl are so good to me because they're like this is good to get you guys to new audiences what do you think graham has to be done I mean, it's a matter of you have to you can't just make stuff that has to be so good that it's better than than the American stuff, which is possible. But it's no. also yeah, you can't compare. Is that, is that what you no? Well, that's the problem. That's the problem is you need TV that's as good as oh, the American TV. Stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant comedy. Oh, comedy. We yeah. have the comedy, but somewhere yeah. in the and you have to trust those comedians a little bit. Anything that anything that sort of um, smacks of executive decisions and executive mandates in TV never is that good. Whereas if you can create something that feels like the sensibility of the performers, like Baroness Von Sketch mm. or, or Letterkenny, where it's mm-hmm. like, not mm-hmm. only is it, not only is it Canadian, but those talents made it and flavored it mm-hmm. like to, for an executive to gather a bunch of the mm-hmm. most deserving sketch people and put them together in a very robotic situation. And then for the executive to oversee the flavor of the show is wrong. Trust these amazing comedians, let them buy groceries with the money they make doing comedy yeah. and let them stay here and make it good. Give them four seasons because it takes people four seasons to find out if something's working or not. Mm-hmm. Like if it's getting bad viewership the first year, so what? Like push on. Yeah. Let's all go for broke. Let's just go for broke. Let's make the best TV we can. Let it last until people start watching it. Mm-hmm. Give it four years and let the comedians flavor it. And that's what's happening with Letter Kenny though. Because mm-hmm. yes. people are like like catching on. They're like, yes. yo, this yeah. is actually funny. Yeah. Oh, this it's is great. really good. It's yeah. not. It's not just Canadian, but it is Canadian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like it, it's. It's very dope to see my friends who who only know comedy through me starting to be like, oh, you know that guy K Trav, oh, cool. you know that dude, yeah. you know this guy, you know that person, and it's like, yeah, I work with them all the time, and it's like my That's friends cool. are catching on, like they're seeing that our our scene is incredible, and at Just for Laughs too, I was like super proud to be on shows with Americans and. Um, all my buddies, all my peers, I, I, I honestly think that we're, we were better than the Americans because mm-hmm. like, we had something to prove. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the Americans don't really care about JFL. Do you know what's funny? What a great comment. It's funny. Uh, Godfrey was on here. I interviewed him and he says, you know, I feel sorry for Canadian comics because you guys have to be worried about political correctness all the time. And he's like, you know, like, um, you know, we just have better audiences that way, more accepting. And I thought that was an interesting comic. I, I don't want to. I don't know that that's true, though. I think we just say that, and we just police audiences and ourselves for, needlessly. Like, well, I, we're politer as Canadians. Yeah, I but think. I, I think we we don't give audiences enough credit. Like, they'll they'll take the fat off the bone for us. They'll they'll let us know. Like, they're we we give them a lot less credit than than they should. Really, like, 
just go wide open with it. I think we're starting to realize in television too, especially right now, we're starting to realize we can make stuff in Canada that's just for a global audience. Mm-hmm. It can be Canadian and have Canadian mm-hmm. talent, but we don't need to hit you over the head with that Listen, hammer. Listen, the, the thing is of what I ask my audience, and I'm going to ask you right now, please, when we... like watch these comics and uh these are right now in particular the ones on the top comic uh, if you go to topcomic.seriousxm.ca go in and vote watch their video and support canadian comedy so uh people like caroling parish don't say well you know you could stay in the states uh you know what these guys have to go outbound let's not export our comedy let's keep them here and we have to do that by you guys voting and going to watch them and supporting canadian comedy we're going to have more from the some of the finalists from top comic top comic and coming up we're going to hear from Russell Peters brother Clayton Peters on uh, an issue with uh, that occurred on Twitter with a, a local Mississauga politician on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640 Hey this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway and you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. Welcome back, Inside Jokes, the show about comedy and all kinds of stuff. And sometimes, you know, one of the things we talk about on the show um, that happens um, is that there's no real star system in Canada. And sometimes comics have to leave, uh, or for the most part, feel that they have to leave Canada to go on to bigger things. And recently, Russell Peters was on CNN and he made a reference to that he felt more like an immigrant in Canada than he did uh, in the US. I'm gonna get more clarity on that, on what was said. And then there was a tweet by a counselor in Mississauga that I know very well. Her name is Carolyn Parrish. I actually did a few fundraisers and I know her. And um, she's a feisty lady and she made reference to it. Uh, and said, well, Russell, uh, if that's the case, we're the ones who accepted you for your brand of comedy. So if you don't like it here, then stay there. So then I felt compelled to respond and said, hey, he had to leave to be famous. So we weren't that loving of comics here. This is after, of course, I just want to throw in that I did interview Jim Carrey last week and did see him on a few panels at GFL. And, you know, he talked about it to an extent, too. So uh, on the line, I have Russell Peters' brother, Clayton Peters. Hello, Clayton. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming on to talk about this for a little bit. Um, First of all, let's talk about the Russell CNN interview. Uh, Sure. So what? Sure. What? Well, I'm not only I'm not only his um, not only his brother, but his manager as well. Just yes. To, just to clarify. Yes, that's yeah. good. I should say that. I'm his hairdresser. Okay. Is that true? No. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you got a tough job then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened on the CNN interview with Russell, and what kind of did he say without paraphrasing too much? Well, um, as is often the case with him, you get very honest responses when you ask him a question, <laughs> and. Um, and, you know, he's, he is very honest, he's unfiltered, and, uh, and he talked about his own experience. And, and what he was saying there was that, uh, and, and the, the, the part of the sentence that might have been missing was, growing up here, he felt like more of an immigrant. And, um, and I'm not saying this to defend him, but ultimately, you know, this Miss Parish woman, um, this municipal uh, politician, uh, was diminishing his own personal experience. And, right. And that's... That's one of the things I, I'm happy to speak to because, you know, he's talking about the experience of a four-year-old boy who moves from the west end of Toronto to Brampton in 1975 and is, for the first time, 
um, told that he's different from everybody else, and he's called Packy, as was I. He gets garden hoses turned on him. Aww. He gets knocked down in the park. And that happened to both of us. And that was a lot of people's experience, 75 to, you know, even as late as 79, 80, mm-hmm. um, in the suburbs. And it was an ongoing battle. And it was something that came out of the U.K., out of their recession. There was a lot of backlash against uh, South Asians in England. And, um, wow. and one of the things that came out of that was the word packy, which is, for us, our N-word. And, uh, and all of a sudden, we were told that we were different from everybody else. And as I said, that was um, constantly being uh, beaten up or getting into fights. The first day we moved to Brampton, uh, we had our bikes outside the house, and, um, and they were vandalized. And uh, and it was it was like that from then on. And you would go to the Bramley City Center. You'd get you'd be called packy. You'd get knocked down. People would trip you. They'd spit on you. It was all there. And I know that for um, even a, a generation younger than myself, they find that hard to believe. Like they can't even fathom it. Right. Because a lot of that community has, well, for lack of a better phrase, assimilated or, or become part of the broader community. majority. So there's no yeah. Longer yeah, they are the majority, which I guess is what they were afraid of back in '75. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Um, ha. And um, <laughs> and, uh, and and that's what he dealt with. And and that what's important to say here is that you know he gets criticized for doing cultural material and racial material, but what he's ultimately addressing is one of the key turning points in his life, where where at the age of four and five years old he suddenly had to deal with racism mm-hmm. from a, a completely innocent space. And I have a son who's actually turning four today. Aww. And, you know, it, it's a very, very personal thing for us. But, you know, that that is where his, his, his whole exploration of race, culture, prejudice, stereotyping, right. it all comes back to those experiences at that time. So when the counselor diminishes his real-life experiences, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And for her to use the phrase... You know, well, you can stay there, which is the oldest sort of racist thing you can yeah. say. Saying she's a racist, but it's the old. Well, if you don't like it, then you can get out. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't lead to addressing the problems or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's ultimately what he was speaking uh, about in that interview, and and that's what annoyed me about this counselor sort of going at him like. Yeah, that. and not only that. Again, I want to make it abundantly clear. Look, we would love a star system in Canada. You know, we have I've interviewed hundreds of comedians now and Canada's not where we create stars. They have to leave and Russell did and that's where he went and did it and she's trying to say, "Oh gee, thanks a lot for turning our back on us." You know what? Like really? It didn't happen for him here. Yeah, there was some popularity, but it wasn't till YouTube hit, right? Uh in 2005 and that sort of thing where he that's was right. to a broader audience. So, I mean, that all factors in and um and so I appreciate what you were saying, Clayton, and it's so true and it breaks my heart. I read um Call Me Russell his book um and talked more in depth about the experiences you guys had as children. It breaks my heart. In the 70s, um there was not a lot of the Indian population or visible minorities. So, you did did experience what you said you did so what she's what she's referring to i don't know as a white woman i don't know i can't i can't really say but if you look at her twitter feed some people came back at her at what she was saying so i think she's kind of starting to understand it and i, I might have invite her on at one point to talk about it too uh 
just to clarify, um, because we are creating the Comedy Association, uh, by the way, and uh, one of the things yeah. is is to help comics here in Canada. Uh, Russell took the hard way, uh, as did many others, and uh, we want to facilitate it for many comics, and uh, we're doing it here on Inside Jokes uh, to make it a better place, so Mer- maybe Carolyn should help us with that instead. Um, Clayton, you're a doll. It was so much fun. Love to see you anytime. <laughs> And I do love your hair. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I love yours too. Yours is great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you got to see Morito's hair. We're going to talk to him in a minute. Um, and please, anytime you want to come on the show, you know where to go. Call me. Yeah. Your girl. Okay, I will. I will. And and thanks for what you're doing with comedy and uh, and what you're saying about the star system here. Yes, you do. You you do at a certain point have to uh, make the leap, um, whether it's to the United States or Russell. What people don't always know is that he went to the UK for a big chunk of the '90s wow. to own his craft. Wow! Right, and um, and this is this is a global marketplace now too. So it's not just about Canada. You know, Canada's been great to him and to a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, there is a there is a bigger world out there, and unfortunately, you know, we have X number of markets in this country that you can service and make money at, and and you do have to go further afield if you're going to make a, a decent living as a as a stand-up, and and that's just. That's just the way it is. It's, it has to do with our demographics, the population, the, the geography of the country. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Canada's been great to him and to us, and uh, it's still my home. Yeah, and uh, and still is too. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, Clayton. Let's do this again sometime soon. Yep, we'll do. Okay, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. We're on right, Inside Jokes. Uh, we were talking with Clayton Peters, Russell Peters' brother, and we're going to talk more with our panel after the break on Talk Radio AM six forty. Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's a tip for homeowners. I call it Know Your Home. And what I mean is go out with your realtor to see comparable properties so that as a homeowner, you are better informed about what your home might be worth. Even if you're not planning on selling, it's important to keep informed for refinancing, renovation investments, or just for the fact of being surprised at what your home may be worth. To continue to love it. Or call or email me with any questions. They can reach you at HEP at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Inside Jokes with some of the finalists of Top Comic Series XM. Marita Lopez, why should people vote for you? Uh, I, I think people should vote for me because I... Uh, <laughs> you just hit me like that. I was looking at my okay, phone. Okay, we'll come back. Anna Maria Stoich, why should people vote for you as a funny comic? The big prize, $25,000. Why you? Uh, Are you funnier? Yeah, well, uh, I'm the underdog. People should vote for me because I'm the Good underdog. angle. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Graham Chittenden. Yeah, people should vote for me because I'm giving them content on the web right now. I'm live streaming kitties from my basement. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Who's the one who had pictures of rescue dogs trying to get Yeah, votes? that's me. That's you. That's oh, right. I'm going to lean that angle so That was genius. Uh, we're fostering kittens in the basement. Graham genius, Chit.com. genius yeah. angle. I love what you're doing. <laughs> Marito, come on. What okay, all right, man. People, Threaten Nigel. People should vote for me because I'm the greatest of all time. <laughs> no, uh, people should vote for me because um, I, I, I love 
love what I do. I work my ass off. But I'm so proud to be um, one of the only Latino comedians in Canada repping uh, Northeast Calgary and El Salvador. And I'm just, I'm out there to win. Do it for your people, yeah. man. That's uh, always 100%. a good angle. So go to uh, topcomic.seriousxm.ca and vote and continue to support Canadian comedy. Dean's going to come up with um, the listings coming up where you can see some live comedy. Yes. And of course, coming up, Comedy RX. After Inside Jokes, stay tuned for the Dating and Relationship Show, another subject I know nothing about. I'm Sandra Carusi, and please visit our social media with all your updates uh, from JFL at um, Inside Jokes with Santa Carusi. I'm Santa Carusi. That's who I am. On uh, Thanks, Dean, Techie Tom, and Vincenzo Tedesco on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey there, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for this week's comedy listings. Check out what's happening here in Toronto and across Canada at Yuck Yucks Comedy Clubs. And SiriusXM's top comic competition is underway. Hit up SiriusXM.ca and pick your vote for your favorite top comic across Canada. And don't miss our secret Tinder Tales showcase August 29th. Hit up TinderTales.ca for upcoming shows and dates. Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times, or our TV show The Frantics, Four on the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now it's time for your Comedy RX, this week featuring Chris Robinson. Oh, man. I was traveling recently, too. I went to Quebec. And I was a little thrown off because I didn't know that they had gangsters in Quebec. Did you guys know that? That there's thugs in Montreal, Quebec? I didn't know that. I can't really be intimidated by a French accent. You kidding me? You know, if I'm walking around Toronto late at night, some guy comes up to me. Hey, bro! Yo, bro! Hey, bro! Like, that's gonna make me a little nervous. If I'm walking around Quebec late at night, some guy's like, Salut, mon frère! Salut, salut, mon frère! There's no way I'm losing a fight to someone saying salut, okay? It is not happening. It'll be a two-punch knockout. I'll knock out you and Benom. I don't give a f- Another amazing Comedy RX to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern, Courtney, for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi or on Facebook, Santa Carusi Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.